Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Coming north of the toll road across the Legion Bridge and on other parts of the Maryland Beltway, like near Connecticut Avenue, Georgia Avenue, Route 1 and College Park, and certainly packed in between Lanham and Landover both ways there on 495-95. Down below the Beltway on 450, the crash should be clear. And we're getting a move on southbound of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway and 50 coming into D.C. The crash on Kenilworth Avenue near Eastern Avenue, also out of the way. Bowie still working on one on Route 3 near Bel Air Drive. Free-flowing traffic on 50 from Bowie to the Bay Bridge. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Now pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast from Jordan Evans. New temperature record set at Reagan National today, 80 degrees, 79 at Dulles International, the earliest we've ever reached those temperatures in a calendar year. Tonight it's mild in the 60s and 50s by early tomorrow. Temperatures eventually climbing up to 55 for the afternoon. So Saturday does cool down, and Sunday it's back to the 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans of the First Alert Weather Center. Clouds 75 and foggy bottoms 72 now in Silver Spring. At 459. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. Breaking news. Former President Trump ordered to pay more than $83 million in damages in the E. Jean Carroll defamation case. Stay with WTOP for the very latest. And in our area. The Department of Justice adds resources to local crime fighting efforts in D.C. I'm Kate Ryan. What have we learned about the woman accused of going on a series of stabbings and hit and runs in Prince George's County a day ago? Why Alexandria officials say a new arena would benefit residents. I'm Grace Newton. The Ravens play against the Chiefs this weekend. We will talk to one super fan, Governor Westmore. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Peter King, and we have breaking news from New York, where a jury has just said Donald Trump defamed writer E. Jean Carroll and has to pay her tens of millions of dollars in damages. Uh, the grand total rough math on the back of a napkin here seems to be 83 Point three million dollars that this jury just unanimously decided. CBS's Errol Barnett says the jury found Carol suffered more than nominal damage as a result of Trump's attacks. But not only does Miss Carol deserve um, the sixty-five million dollars to repair her reputation, but in total, eighty-three million, eighty-three million dollars to stop Mr. Trump from getting in front of cameras, from making posts on Truth Social as it relates to Miss Jean. Carol at all. Trump claims Carol lied when she said he sexually assaulted her decades ago, and he's just posted on social media that he plans to appeal. In about 20 minutes, an Alaska Airlines flight is due to leave Seattle for San Diego, marking the first commercial flight of a Boeing 737 MAX 9 since a door plug blew out and the planes were grounded three weeks ago. CBS's Chris Van Cleve. The 737 MAX 9 is ready to fly again. NTSB investigators will return to Boeing. 737 MAX plant today as another team in Washington continues a forensic examination of the door panel that blew out, trying to determine if the four bolts that should have held the door in place were installed. 
The U.N. says it's fired 12 relief workers accused of helping Hamas with the October 7th attack on Israel. The U.S. is still hoping for more hostage releases. Here's CBS's Linda Kenyon. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby called the talks constructive. At the same time, though, he tried to tamp down expectations. We're hopeful about the progress, but I do not expect, we should not expect, any imminent developments. And I certainly won't get into negotiating here from the podium or speculate about possible outcomes. The talks come ahead of a trip by CIA Director Bill Burns, who will meet in Europe with the head of Israel's Mossad intelligence agency, the Prime Minister of Qatar, and the intelligence chief of Egypt. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. White House and Senate officials are said to be talking about a possible deal on tightening up the southern border, but in the House, the mood appears to be anything but cooperative. CBS's Willie James Inman. Speaker Johnson says his chamber will move as soon as possible on whether to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over the Biden administration's handling of the U.S.-Mexico border. On Wall Street, the Dow gained 60 points this afternoon. The Nasdaq has lost 55 at the close. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 5.03 on Friday afternoon, January the 26th. We've broken records at Dulles and Reagan today when the temperatures hit 80. We have clouds cooled down a bit now. Temperatures are in the low 70s. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story on WTOP last year was one of the deadliest in D.C. in 26 years. D.C. police say 2023 ended with more than 270 homicides. Now we're learning the feds are stepping in to help. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us. It comes as we start seeing some encouraging signs in the fight against violent crime in the city. U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Matthew Graves, says the added help, including prosecutors from the Department of Justice's criminal division, will help drill down on violent crimes, including carjacking. The news comes as data from the Metropolitan Police Department shows some positive signs. Homicides are down 38 percent. Assaults with a dangerous weapon, which is one of the most common offenses that's charged whenever there's a shooting, are down 31 percent. Carjackings are down roughly 5%, while robbery stats, said Graves, remain elevated. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A woman whose daughter was killed by a gunfire in D.C. says she appreciates that the district is now going to get more federal help to fight crime. But... Therese McAllister also says broader issues need to be addressed involving young people and guns. We're not addressing the mental health issues. We're not addressing the adverse childhood experiences that make children act out and carry guns in the first place. McAllister attended a summit on gun violence today on Capitol Hill. It was organized by Maryland Congressman Glenn Ivey. Her 18-year-old daughter, Iana McAllister, was killed back in 2017 in Northeast D.C. while she was home on spring break. A Baltimore woman is under arrest this evening, accused of a series of stabbings and hit-and-run crashes in Prince George's County. It happened last night. 31-year-old Tanae Stallings Brown has been charged with dozens of offenses, including multiple counts of attempted first-degree murder. The series of violent crimes all unfolded in the span of an hour and a half, started about 5 o'clock yesterday in Capitol Heights and Lanham. Stallings Brown is accused of four hit-and-runs, two stabbings, which left six people injured, and two of them are in critical condition. 
Police say Stallings Brown appears to have chosen her victims at random, and currently they don't have a motive for it all. Police are expected to provide an update on the arrest, but the news conference has not started yet. We'll get you details as we get them. It's 5.05 after serving 11 terms. Maryland's 2nd District Congressman Dutch Riffersberger says he will retire at the end of his current term and not run again. It's been 37 years in public service for the Democrat, who also served 16 years in local government and also served as Baltimore County's executive. He serves now on the House Appropriations Committee, and Dutch says he leaves a legacy of common-sense leadership and world-class constituent service. He says, quote, there is still so much work left to do in the coming months from passing responsible budget bills and addressing crime and immigration to maintaining our national security. Well, now to the latest on the possible move of the Caps and the Wizards out of D.C. and into Alexandria. Just hours after team owner Ted Leonsis made his case in an open letter this week, Alexandria city leaders held a second listening session to get community feedback and assure residents they've not been forgotten about. WTOP's Grace Newton has our story. We can't really get to that part where we're designing until we decide as a community if we want to proceed forward with this opportunity. Stephanie Landrum is the president of Alexandria's Economic Development Partnership. She says while monumental sports would run the facility, the city can still utilize the arena. There will be a balance between events that the city can program, things like graduations or community celebrations. In addition to the arena, officials say the plan would create over 5,000 units of housing and a new school on site. But protests continue from both D.C. and Alexandria residents. Just last week, activist organization Don't Mute D.C. held a demonstration protesting the move outside of Capital One Arena. Grace Newton, WTOP News. We broke a record today with the temperature at Reagan National reaching 80 degrees. People filled the streets all day today around our region to take advantage of this amazing weather. Sam's self-serve car wash on Branch Avenue is packed. Mike scrubbing away with that foaming brush. What kind of condition was your car in before today? Pretty rough in the winter? Oh, yeah, a lot of salt on it. Justin Sock took his son to Langston Golf Course to hit the driving range. Taking advantage of the weather, definitely. This guy had been cooped up for a while, and he definitely wants to get outside. Yvonne's Cater Jr. there as well. Today I'm actually keeping them somewhat straight. A lot of runners also out on the National Mall. You loving the warm weather? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly... I wish I loved it more right now because I am not used to it. They even broke out the ice cream in the WTOP newsroom, but I didn't get any. Want a lick? Psych. You want the mic? Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Come back to the newsroom, Kyle. There's still more. Up ahead after traffic and weather and money news. Another nonstop to an island getaway. I'm Jeff Clable. 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the eights. We head to the traffic center. Dave Dildine. We got a fairly easy today, traffic-wise, given the uh, warm weather. Usually that uh, doesn't bode well, but the congestion that we've got right now on the Beltway on 66, on 395 and 95. And in Maryland on 270 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, all the volume we're talking about is more or less within the range of normal. If anything, it's a little on the lower end. Uh, the volume delays aren't quite as lengthy uh, around most of the region. Outer loop, perhaps for the slowest traffic through Bethesda, that was slowed by a broken-down vehicle in McLean that was successfully cleared. Uh, on uh, Route 50, eastbound from Bowie to the Bay Bridge, you're okay. There was something briefly slowing the pace uh, just east of King Highway heading into Bowie, but I think it's out of the way, whatever it was. Crash on Route 3 north of 50 in Bowie is clear. One down below the Beltway on 450 should be wrapping up in Lanham. And the crash on Kenilworth Avenue southbound between 50 and Eastern Avenue is also clear. So traffic surges downstream where it stays slow toward East Capitol Street. Northbound traffic generally heavy from the Anacostia River bridges with the travel lanes open. Maryland back. 
inbound. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. Tracking that weekend forecast, it was warm and humid today with a high of 80 degrees. New records set at Reagan and Dulles. Eventually, temperatures cool down into the 50s and 60s tonight. 50 degrees by early tomorrow. And we'll have some cloud cover for your Saturday, but the rain should wait until Saturday night. So most of Saturday looks dry, but temperatures will be cooler than today. And Sunday, it's even colder with highs in the 40s, on and off showers. Most of the rain should happen overnight, Saturday into Sunday, but still some leftover rain is expected Sunday during the day. And it's possible a few wet snowflakes try to mix in Sunday night as well. Next week, it's dry. Temperatures stay where they should be for this time of year in the upper 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. We have clouds 73 now in Fairfax, 74 in College Park, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. The Fed's preferred measure of inflation is getting close to its target. Core personal consumption inflation slowed to just 2.9% last month, even with a second straight monthly gain in consumer spending. Levi Strauss is cutting 15% of its workforce. That's almost 3,000 jobs. Salesforce is cutting another 700 jobs. Another nonstop from Washington to Bermuda. American Airlines will resume its Bermuda route from Reagan National in April for the first time since suspending it at the onset of the pandemic almost four years ago. The Dow finished today up 60 points. The S&P 500 lost just three. The Nasdaq down 55 points for the week. The Dow gained a little under 1%. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq both gained 1% this week. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up, we are standing by to speak to possibly the biggest Baltimore Ravens fan on the planet. Maryland Governor Wes Moore. Stay here on WTOP 511. Hi, it's Jumi Olabanji. And Tony Perkins from News 4 Today. And the best part of our morning is you. We love hearing why more of you wake up with News 4 Today. This is the team that helps me rise and shine. The energy that you guys, it comes through the TV. The banter, the humor. That's relatable. Um, I don't watch anything else but Town of Four. Oh, my family. You so and you're a part of our family, too. Join us for News 4 Today on NBC4 weekday morning starting at 4 a.m. We're working for you. Hello, I'm Abigail Spanberger, and I am proud to serve Virginia's 7th District in Congress. Here's something you might not know. If you or a loved one are having an issue with a federal agency, like the IRS, the VA, or Social Security, my office can help. Serving Virginians, including our veterans, seniors, and federal employees, is my job. So if we can help, go to spanberger.house.gov. That's spanberger.house.gov. Paid for by the funds authorized by the House of Representatives for the 7th District of Virginia. Hi, this is Chrissy, Clinical Coordinator at the Cascades Center for Dental Health. At Cascades, we understand that a trip to the dentist can be overwhelming. The smells, the sounds, it's a lot. Here's what sets us apart. How we care about you and every single one of our patients. At Cascades, we bring an innovative and patient-centric approach to sedation dentistry that makes all the difference. Sure, you've heard of sedation dentistry, but it's not just about the concept. It's about how Dr. Ruparelli's expert team ensures your comfort and safety. 
I'm so proud each time a patient leaves with a smile. Call us now at 866-25-SLEEP to schedule your consultation with one of our skilled team members and me, your clinical director, Chrissy. That's 866-25-SLEEP or visit Cascades1.com. Don't wait. Join the Cascades family where your comfort and well-being are our top priorities. That's 866-25-SLEEP or Cascades1.com. We're covering breaking news on WTOP as former President Trump has ordered to pay writer E. Jean Carroll more than $83 million in damages in that defamation suit. A special report on the way in minutes. It's 514. America's capital markets are the strongest and safest in the world. But why do they matter to you? When you buy a plane ticket, shop for food, sign a lease, or save for retirement, capital markets make those transactions secure and affordable. But now the Federal Reserve is considering Basel III Endgame, which will weaken capital markets. That means higher risk for the economy and higher costs for you. No wonder experts everywhere have doubts about Basel III Endgame. Maybe you should, too. Paid for by Center Forward. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I have a serious heart condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, or HCM. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. I still had symptoms on my beta blocker, so I asked my cardiologist about any treatment advances. It was a breakthrough for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com for more information. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 515, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Okay, big weekend for NFL fans. Just up 95 in Baltimore at M&T Beck Stadium. This Sunday, there's the AFC Championship game between the Ravens and the Chiefs. First time Baltimore has hosted an AFC Championship game since 1970. Back in the days of the Baltimore Colts. Fans are supercharged. Baltimore surrounding counties lighting up their buildings in purple to show their Ravens pride. One super fan is Maryland's governor. Yeah, super fan governor Wes Moore. Wearing the purple joins us now live here on WTOP to talk about the the big weekend ahead. Governor Moore, thank you so much for joining us here on WTOP. Thank you so much, and happy Purple Friday. Absolutely. (laughs) Give us an idea. There's so much excitement and energy around this huge game, not just for the city of Baltimore, but the whole area. It's, It's seeped down here into the Washington area. How does something like an AFC championship game at MNT expected to be watched by millions help boost the city and, and the state on the national stage? Well, I mean, this this is huge, and, and it's, it's not just huge economically, what it's going to mean when, when uh, you know, when we have people who are downtown and flooding into Baltimore to watch this team play. It's also huge psychologically. Uh, you know, this is, this is uh, you're, you're watching the success that the Ravens continue to show for. This is the most complete team in football. It's the most exciting team in football. And it's just once again showing that in Maryland, you know, we're producing winners here. And so watching what they're doing this year and what they're going to do on Sunday is thrilling, not just for Baltimoreans, but frankly for everyone in the state. Governor, it is amazing, and I think you might agree with this, and I'd like to know what you think it is about football, even postseason football, that unites people when we seem to be so divided these days as a country on so many fronts right now. It's, it's one of the beautiful things about, about the sport, right, is that you watch people who are coming from different backgrounds, different political ideologies, uh, different income levels, who all will come together and cheer and root for the same thing. We're all coming together and saying, I want to watch 
you know, the MVP Lamar Jackson put on a great game. I want to watch the, the NFL's best defense uh, completely put a stop on Patrick Mahomes. There, this is a way for giving us something to distract us from the, from the everyday, uh, from, from the divisiveness, and say we all have a chance to unite around this. And so watching what the Ravens have done, uh, watching what football has the capacity and sports has the capacity to do. Uh, and it has a chance to bring people together who might not have had an opportunity to get to know each other. Uh, and I think that's what we're seeing here with this Baltimore Ravens playoff run. One of the great things to be able to talk to you is you're more than just a casual football fan. You are really into the NFL and obviously into the Ravens. Talk a little bit about what was the thing that excited you most about this great run the Ravens had this season? And I am, and I, and I, and I tell folks like I'm not. I am not a a, a part time fan. Like this is my thing. I, <laughs> I I look at these games like I'm watching, like I'm looking at game film myself. I play college football. I love this sport, and I love this team. And and, I, and the thing I love about them is that they were just built the right way. Um, you know, we 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 got a coach who was literally a special teams coach and has turned himself into one of the best coaches, not just in the NFL now, but arguably, uh, you know, just a, a, especially they can win this championship, uh, just a top coach in, in NFL history, in, in, in John Harbaugh, uh, that we have a, a quarterback who many people passed over because they said, you know, he's not an NFL quarterback. They were trying to make him a running back. And now he's about to win his second MVP, and that's Lamar Jackson, that we have a team that is drafted so well. And so this team is well-constructed. This team plays hard. They play together. They play aggressive, and they, uh, and they, and they play hungry. And so I, I love this team, uh, not just for what they're doing for, for Baltimore and what they're doing for Maryland, but as a football fan, I love watching these guys play. How about this fun wager that you have with the governor of Kansas? Tell us about this. Missouri, Missouri. Well, excuse you know, me, if I can get that right, Missouri. No, no, no. I, mean, I tell you, Governor Kelly is one of the uh, the biggest Chiefs fans uh, that I know. I mean, oh. I remember the first time I met her. Uh, she was talking about her Chiefs, and uh, and I continue hearing her talk about it. So as 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 her Chiefs now are, are coming to Baltimore, <laughs> I'm excited to, uh, to to reach out and put out a wager to her and let her know that. Uh, that while uh, while we're we're saying that you know we're going by Crust by Mac, which is an extraordinary place in Baltimore that has some great crab pies, while that is the bet that we've uh, that we put forward, I do not expect to be sending any crab pies over to my friend uh, Governor Kelly because she's going to be sending me some uh, some amazing Midwest uh, Midwest uh, delicacies that I'm looking forward to eating. Governor Moore, you can come back to WTOP and talk to us anytime. We appreciate it. And uh, stuff other than football, too. I, I, I would love it. I so appreciate everything you're doing. And go Ravens. Go Ravens. Thank you, Governor. Governor Wes Moore, as the Ravens get ready to take on the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend at Emmett Bank Stadium in Baltimore. Traffic Center we go. Dave Dildine. Chevrolet to Bowie, eastbound on 50, a traffic drag, a mobile work zone, the quest for potholes near Freeway Airport. They're last seen along the left side, but that could change. The crews are roving eastbound down 50 through Prince George's County. Once you get past them, it's full speed ahead from Bowie to the Bay Bridge. Volume delays in the Beltway and throughout the D.C. metro area, up and down the BW Parkway in Virginia on 66. The volume delays are less intense this hour. This is driving more like a weekend rush hour. 
hour as opposed to a weekday. So we're kind of already transitioning to a weekend-like traffic pattern. Certainly slow on the outer loop toward the American Legion Bridge, but on the inner loop, you're only on the brakes after the Dulles Toll Road. So signs of improvement there. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Dave Deldine, WTOP Traffic. And let's go to Jordan Evans in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Jordan, still got the 70s out there. Yeah, in a few spots. Nice sunset happening now. It's mild and humid this evening. Tomorrow, it's at least closer to January-like temperatures, but we'll still be above average in the 50s with cloud cover. Rain starts tomorrow evening, moves out Sunday during the day, but Sunday, that'll be our reality check of highs in the 40s, wind chills in the 30s by the evening hours, and next week, it stays at least seasonable. Highs around 48 degrees, not expecting any snow over the next 7 to 10 days. Tyson's now at 67, Woodbridge still at 70 degrees, and Georgetown, now at 69. Thanks, Jordan. All brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Stay with us here on WTOP. The latest breaking news involves Donald Trump. He's been ordered to pay writer E. Jean Carroll more than $83 million in damages as the former president's latest New York trial wraps up. Special report on the way, 522. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't cut it. Anything come to mind? Cary Grant. He was Hollywood's greatest leading man. Ah, Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people, and everyone's broken my heart. I'll never let you go, Archie. Based on the remarkable true story. You know what's wrong with you? No, why? Jason Isaacs is Archie, the man who became Cary Grant, now streaming only on BritBox. I'm Katie from Long Baths. For decades, we've helped families just like yours bring beauty, value, and safety to their homes. You've been thinking about upgrading your old bath or shower. Now's the time. With seven decades of experience and our lifetime warranty, you'll be thinking, what took me so long? Right now, get 50% off materials, plus no payments and no interest for two years. Visit longbabs.com to get your free estimate today. Before you use AI to transform your agency, you need to begin with trust. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash federal. IBM. Let's create. Breaking news on WTOP. CBS News special report. A jury in New York says former President Trump must pay former advice columnist E.G. Carroll $83.3 million for defamation after calling her sexual assault allegation a lie. This was the second verdict in nine months in the case in which Carroll claimed the former president assaulted her in a New York City department store in 1996. During closing arguments, Trump made a dramatic exit from the courtroom, CBS's Errol Barnett reports. Evidently, they did not appreciate, did not like, it did not work in Mr. Trump's favor um, to have that braggadocious clash with a federal judge um, during these quite serious proceedings. CBS's Scott McFarlane on the campaign aspect. Each time he walks into a courtroom, there seems to be an argument that he has a fundraising fire hose that can be opened. Trump says he will appeal the case and total $83.3 million. CBS News Special Report. I'm Linda Kenyon. Sports at 25 and 55. 
George Wallace, we just had the governor of Maryland, the most excited, think I think, Ravens up? fan. I think he's pumped <laughs> he's up. So a little excited. bit. Yeah. Think he can get in the game on Sunday? Oh. You think he'll be all right? Yeah. I think he'll be think, fine. All right. <laughs> Big day, 7.30.